Hello, hello. You are now listening to Seriously Flawed But Destined to Be Great Child, the podcast where we talk about being seriously flawed but destined to be so, so much more. This is your host, Sierra White Sparks, and you're now listening to season two. Welcome back to another episode of Seriously Flawed But Destined to Be Great Child, the podcast where we talk about being seriously flawed but destined to be so, so much more in God's eyes. I hope you guys are doing well. We are moving into another month and still in quarantine, but we are blessed to be here and it's so exciting to see things are kind of starting to get better and I hope you guys are all well with your family and loved ones. Today we have a person who recently stepped into my life and ever since our relationship has blossomed into a beautiful friendship. She is a talented and innovative individual. She is gifted in film y'all. She do photography, makeup, she do the whole shebang. So I want to introduce my friend Drew Miles. Welcome to the show Drew. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the welcome. I love yes, you. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so happy to have you. So yes. Drew, a little bit about yourself. Yes, my name is Drew Miles. I am a junior at Hampton University. I am an English major with a concentration in film. I'm a writer. I love photography. I love film. I love music. Um, anything that's creative pretty much gets me going. So I love Jesus. We already know that's why I'm here, Um, but y'all just need to know that. (laughs) Right, girl, right. So this week, we are talking about friendships. Um, With COVID, people have been really struggling to hold relationships as a whole, whether it be your spouse, whether it be your significant other, and friendships. And I know for a lot of students, one major problem is that they're not, they don't really know about what is a good friend, you know? Yeah. So this episode this week, y'all, is called, Is You With Me or What? Y'all know I love Drake, so I have to quote Love Drake. it. <laughs> but we are establishing true friendships the right way. So first of all, Drew, let me ask you this. What does the word friend mean to you? Oh, my. Um, friend is so many things. Friend is someone... Um, that is trustworthy, someone you can go to, someone that listens, someone that you listen to, um, someone that pushes you well, um, has your best interest in mind, someone who is selfless and giving and caring and loving, and just someone who um, motivates you on the right path. Yes, yes, I totally agree. So what are some key traits that you kind of look for when you're like establishing friendships? Yeah, so something I look for is somebody, it's more of an environment that I look for. um, Because I can feel like I can get along with so many different types of people. And I think that shows with so many people that I have connections with. But an environment Mm -hmm. that I look for is one that I'm really comfortable in, one that I am myself, one that I feel like I don't have to fake anything. They don't have to fake anything. And it's just a real genuine um, friendship where I can just show myself completely good and bad and they can show themselves. And we know that what we talk about is confidential and it stays within the friendship. So that's really what I look for. I agree. Do you find yourself to be a person that has a whole bunch of homegirls? Are you someone that's more, I have a tight circle and... That's that. <laughs> totally tight circle. 100%. <laughs> right. Tight circle, many, many, many associates, acquaintances. Okay. 
Okay. And do you feel like, because I think that's a major thing nowadays. Everyone's so quick to be like, oh, that's my friend. Is there a distinguish between a friend and an acquaintance? Absolutely. I think there's a major distinguish. I mean, if I, I mean, it's like one thing. If I say, hey, to you in the calf, we have a little combo. And I only talk to you when we're in certain places. I only talk to you when it's convenient. You only talk to me when it's convenient or slash, you know, it's more of a business relationship where you needed something from me or we're in the same class. So this is how we kind of connect. But for me, that's not a friendship. A friendship is long lasting and it's, um, it's really inclusive. Right, right. So what is, uh, one thing I really want to talk about is how is your personal friendships? Do you feel like you have more friends than acquaintances or do you have more acquaintances? I certainly have more acquaintances than friends. Um, really, I would say I have about four friends three of them mm-hmm. really at school and then one mm-hmm. of them here at home right right and do you find that does that kind of bother you because I know for on a personal note growing up I never had a lot of friends um when I grew up I was such a busy person I was always going 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 so I definitely had people I talked with I was a very sociable child but when it comes to like okay hang out with right (laughs) so do you find yourself in that kind of situation as well so the situation I find myself in it's a it's a really story of growth for me um Mm -hmm. I always liked having a little bit of friends mainly at first it was because I was really introverted I was really um more shy just not really also kind of insecure and not confident in myself um Mm. But as I've gotten older, I've wanted to have more real connections, more real friends. And that's what I've been looking for now that I know more who I am and I feel confident and comfortable um, with all sides of myself. I feel like I'm ready to have a community that I really um, look forward to being with all the time. Like, I think now I'm ready for that. I think I couldn't handle it before, but now Mm -hmm. that I'm older and also um, less busy, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you're there for like nine, 10 hours a day, literally. Um, right. College is a little different. So I think now I'm, I'm ready for that. Right. Right. And I'm so glad you brought that up about personal growth. I think that's so essential when you're establishing any type of relationship. If you want to move forward with somebody, you have to be right in your own shoes. Like right. you can expect somebody to give you the whole nine and you out here giving five, exactly. you know? That's really I what I learned. So like good. you have to, mm-hmm. you have to be the friend. Like you have to be what a good friend is if you want good friends. Right. That's I agree with you, Drew. So I want to touch on the the biblical aspect of friendship because the Bible talks a lot about what a friend is, what friendship means, and one scripture that truly stood out to me was Proverbs chapter seventeen and seventeen. Um, And it states, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. And I think that was so powerful because in the text, he's essentially saying that a friend is, their relationship is so yoked with you that it's on a level of a family member. You know, that's deep. That's real deep. (laughs) Um, So I just want to get your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about the Bible talking about a friend being on the level of a loved one? And that exact verse is the one that, like, we talked about a few weeks ago. And Mm -hmm. that one, it just always strikes me when I think about what a friend is. Um, I think it's so powerful to say, like, what a real friend is, 
is somebody mm-hmm. who actually goes through a hard time. That's literally what it's right. Like. It's not saying somebody you go party with, you have fun with, it's all good, it's all laugh, all games. But this is a person where when everything is going wrong, when there's drama, mm. when there's a downside, when maybe you're going through mental health things, health crisis, yeah. things like that. This is who you go to. This is an actual friend that's there with you that doesn't change, that actually adapts to what you need in a friendship. So that's just so beautiful to me um, that it's literally calling a brother. Like y'all are really related in the sense that you're saying, mm. I am going to be with you no matter what happens, no matter what low point you hit. And I think it's also amazing to think like, I'm still your brother no matter what. And I'm not going right. to how I look at you because of what exactly exactly and I think that also ties into with being honest I think a lot of people think friendships should be I agree with her 24 7 or him 24 7 right and it's not like that your your real friends will call you out on your stuff they will let you know I know Drew for sure will be like Sierra you know you wasn't right girl right <laughs> <laughs> And that's what you need. You need people like that because if you always have a yes man or a yes woman, you're really never going to know if that person is going to tell you when you're in the wrong or if they're really down for you because if they're always constantly constantly saying yes, then it's like, well, darn, are you going to ever give me a no? Right. <laughs> yes. I, that. mm-hmm, that's definitely, that's a, that's a key aspect. So I really want to stress that with you guys. Please start looking and encouraging your friends to be like, okay, you can disagree with me. Like, it's okay to yes. disagree. You don't, you don't always have to see eye to eye. If you did, like, what is the friendship really? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that really a friendship? I think that's what I've learned. Another part of my growth has been your friends don't have to be you. I think that was right. when I was so insecure, I was looking for somebody to complete me. Like when I didn't have a like close relationship with God, I was always looking for somebody to completely be my you know how people say oh this is my other a half this is my whatever the case like no I'm full and whole in Jesus and myself so therefore these are people who are bonuses essentially they're adding to Mm. my life um it's not that they are making me feel comfortable with who I am I should be already comfortable and confident and love myself so that I can extend that with others Right, right. I totally agree. And that's, that's so cool that you said you, they're not you. Because looking at it from back to the Bible, when Jesus was on this earth, he had his disciples, you know, how many disciples was like, look, Jesus, (laughs) I don't know what you, I don't know what you're trying to do, but they still walked with him through the entire process. And I think that's the same thing with friendships. There's going to be times where you're like, I don't agree with you or I'm not really on the same page with you, but I still support you and I still love you. Love is such an important aspect. And I think even beyond that, sometimes you may not even support what they're doing. Like it may not Mm. agree with some of the beliefs that you have, but you still love them because you look at them in love and not in what their sins are, what, what they do necessarily all the time like they're allowed to have mistakes that's what we're put on this earth to do like we are Mm -hmm. allowed to fail and make mistakes but it's the people like we said in proverbs who are going to be with you during those adversities and tough moments where you're figuring things out when you don't know what's right and what's wrong we're just there to love them not there to save them right right so transitioning into a a different topic i really want to touch on fake friendships girl Because I think this just needs to be said, okay? Uh, So let's get into how do you even spot a fake or a toxic friend? 
Okay, so fake or toxic, those are two different terms. I'm trying to encompass them into one. Um, I would say you can totally see it when you're around other people, when it's not just y'all two. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Once you get around other people, how they act, how they treat you, how they treat everyone else, that's really when you learn who they are. Because a lot of times people can just be cool with you on the side or people don't know about it or you've had you're cool one-on-one. But as soon as other people come mm-hmm. around or other situations come around, it's it's a different story. So that's pretty much right. hell and spot. Like, mm, some may write. Or, of course, gossiping as well. You, that always gets better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of times, the, it's sad to say, the people that be the most toxic or fake, it be your closest friend. Right. And I just never, it's mind-blowing. I've been in so many instances, Drew, where I thought this person was my ride or die. Mm. And, you know, next thing you know, they stabbed me in the back. Right. And what's so funny about it, though, God was revealing red flags to me through conversations, through different interactions, but I chose to ignore it because I was so keen on the friendship. Mm. And I think a lot of people do that. We're so, like, used to getting that connection with somebody and we see the signs like God's out here with red flags waving and we're just like, no, nah, I'm going to turn left. You right. Know? I'm going to so, do what I want to do. <laughs> right. Right. So how do you really remove yourself from those type of friendships when you have such a connection or this is like a long term friendship that you have with this person? Yeah. So um, I would say for me, I've had fake Friends who weren't necessarily best friends, like we said, like um, mm-hmm. I have a very tight circle. So for me, um, I've had people betray me, but maybe they weren't so close to me as to where I knew this wasn't going to affect me, like moving forward. I knew the relationship was coming to an end. We kind, you kind of know when things are right. left. Um, but as far as removing myself, um, I haven't really been challenged to have a conversation where I needed mm-hmm. to specifically say, all right, we're not friends anymore. It was always right. um, really, I feel like God doing the work for me to where it was like, we just grew apart. Um, I went to a different school, whatever. The yeah. case, we just kind of fell off. I haven't really had to distinctly say, hey, like, I'm not cool with you no more. Yeah. And that, and that can be tough, you know, I, yeah. especially when it's someone that, you know, you either grew up with or they was really your home girl. I right. believe I've been there, so I get it. I re- I truly do. So it's so easy to be like, this person's a bad friend or this person's not doing X, Y, and Z. But you also have to self-evaluate yourself, you know? Ooh. So yeah. how can how can you as a person be the a good or a best friend or, you know, just be a friend to someone that you truly care about? So I have a lot of ways that I do this. Um, one of my first initial ways <laughs> after prayer is I'm yes. gonna go to usually my mom, um, or okay. or friends who are who, or my best friends if it's an acquaintance situation. Um, I'll go to them and be like, "Hey, am I tripping? Like this is and that's again why you need those friends who are gonna be like, "Yes, you're tripping," or no. <laughs> right. Or, um, go to my boyfriend and be like, "Okay." Um, what should I, what should I be, how do you feel about this? You know, just to hear other people's perspectives. And it's actually interesting that the Bible says you should have many counselors. Like you should have many mm. people you can go to, um, seek many of them so that you can have, you know, different opinions. You're not just going to people who, like we said, will give you the yes answer or the answer that you're looking for specifically. So that's one of the ways that you can do that. Um, another way 
is obviously prayer, but another way is um, I'll usually look at, okay, if I did this to them, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Like, how, how would I, how would I look to myself? Like, not just because of their track record, but this specific incident, how would it look? That's one mm-hmm. of the ways that I'll do that as well. Those are really good tips. Those are very good tips. So we're closing up our conversation. But before we do, I want to get your advice to those people that are, you know, we're still in quarantine and this global pandemic is still going on. So what can people do to, you know, stay connected with their friends and still stay engaged in this time of staying in the house and not really interacting with each other? Yeah, so I've really expanded and my horizons because at first I was just not really talking to anybody. I mean, I was just mm-hmm. a wreck. I was so sad. We came home from college. I don't know when I'm going to see this person again or do this. Right. Again. We don't know a true ending for this right now, even still like four, four or five months later. Um, exactly. So what I ended up starting doing was beyond just like FaceTiming or texting people, um, maybe going to Instagram lives and just, interacting with people, supporting people, reposting, yeah. um, checking in randomly. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Because I don't want to define people and how they're treating me um, mm-hmm. based off of this time. Like, this is a global crisis and I don't expect right. anything from anyone. I really right. I know when I was going through like mental problems myself, I wasn't mm-hmm. able to keep tabs on a lot of people and do a lot of things that I normally do. So I can right. expect people who are in a brand new situation to just give me everything I need. Also, hit exactly. people like, what do you need from me? Like sometimes yeah. asking that simple question will really just open the door um, and hoping that they're honest and their response will, will just really help you because some people, they expect you to know, they expect you to be mind readers, but we're really not. So just asking them like, what do you need? Are we talking enough? Um, do you want to do something virtually? Is there something that um, I could be doing better during this time to engage with you? Just asking those questions is really helpful. Yes, I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for joining with me today, Drew. As always, it's always a pleasure talking to you, girl. Yes, You're always giving me the drop-in gems. Before <laughs> you leave, though, how can people stay connected with you and your writing workshop? Yes. So like I said, I'm a writer and I host a lot of my um, Instagram workshops on my Instagram. So my Instagram name is at Drew Miles, D-R-E-W-M-I-L-E-S-S. That is my Instagram name. So you can follow me there. And in my bio, I also have the link to my photography page and I will be posting my pictures soon. Right now, it's just kind of like the little intro thing, but I'm going to be working on that. And they can stay connected with me through there. So that would be great. Um, if you guys want to follow me, um, I'll try and follow you back. You know, DM me or if you have <laughs> something that you want to ask me about writing, I'd love to talk to you. Um, and I would just love to engage with you guys. So thanks so much for having me. And I hope I gave you some good tips. And I hope that um, you really look to the Bible for what you need. Because I can only say so much. I only have so much wisdom but that is the book of wisdom for you. Amen, sister. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Drew. Yes, thanks for having me. Hashtag relationship goals, a phrase so commonly used in mainstream society. But what does this really mean from a godly perspective? 
These questions and more will be answered this weekend during the Path to Purity Conference. The conference theme is centered around godly relationships, with sessions on topics such as God's timing, courtship, sex ed, soul ties, marriage, and ministry. To find out more information or learn how you can register, go to Path to Purity Women Instagram page today. We are now jumping into part two of today's episode. As always, I give you guys a scripture and a scripture breakdown. So this week we are coming from Psalms 133, chapter one. Again, Psalms 133, chapter one. As always, I read from the NIV version. So if you're reading from a King James version or a different one, it may read a little bit different, but it's the same exact message and the same exact text that God is trying to allay to us. So it reads, behold, How good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. So when I first read this, the first thing that truly stuck out to me was the word unity. And unity is so essential when you are trying to establish friendships. When you are able to come together with somebody and create a connection and identify like what makes you two kind of mesh together well, it creates a successful friendship essentially because when you have unification it's like the glue that's keeping you guys together now there's a difference between being opposites because I definitely think opposites attract but you can be opposite but still be unified so I really want you guys to look into that see if your friendships represent unification are you guys together are you guys kind of seeing eye to eye in some sorts or Are you guys just essentially unified in the sense of being connected with one another? The second thing I want to touch on is having someone you can call friend is truly an indescribable feeling. We all need friends. Now, I've met some people and they're like, I don't need no friends. It's me, myself and I. Girl, bye. That is a lie. It is a lie. It's a lie. You we all want some type of companionships because, first of all, we're human and humans crave some type of emotional connection and when you have a friend or someone you could just really talk to or kick it with it's good like I don't want to be cooped up in my house with cats all by myself and not have anyone to interact with because that first of all is not even healthy like you need someone to talk to you need someone to be able to open yourself up to but second of all it's good to go out it's good to meet new people and interact and socialize so look into creating friendships and sometimes friendships can be hard to create and that is okay not everyone's gonna be your friend that's that's number one but when you do find those key people that are gonna be there for you through thick and thin it is the best feeling ever I can I can attest to that I have been blessed to have lifelong friendships and they're always there when I need them so really really try to find at least one or two people that are your ride or dies (laughs) The last thing I want to touch on is God wants you to have friendships that are meant to bring you happiness. Friendships should never be difficult. Like if you feel like you're a strain in the friendship, like you're forcing it, you're putting all the effort, you have to do this, you, you, you. That's first of all, it's a one-sided friendship and you never want to put yourself in that situation because it's not healthy for you or that other person. And I've been guilty of this. Sometimes I've been given so much to people and nothing's returned. And that also goes down to expectations, but that is a whole nother topic. But really sit down and establish, you know, what brings you happiness and joy in this relationship or this connection you have with this person. 
friendships are meant to be a growth period you're not always gonna be sunshine and rainbows and unicorns it doesn't work like that you're gonna have bumps you're gonna have arguments you're gonna have disagreements and that's okay because the strongest friendships are the ones where your friend is able to tell you hey I didn't agree with you hey I may not like what you're doing or just to call you out in your stuff and truly guide you and help you mold you into the person that they know you can be because your friend is your confidant your friend is the person that is meant to push you, is meant to root you, and meant to see you succeed. So always, always keep that in mind. So we are closing out with today's episode. Before I leave, I want to leave you guys with a closing quote as always to get yourself through the week, get yourself motivated. And the one I have for this week is, loving God changes the way you love others for today's episode thank you guys so much for tuning in make sure you stay connected with me on all my social media sites and always remember that you are braver than you believe stronger than you seem and smarter than you think and what god did for me he did in the silent season so child he will definitely do it for you talk to you guys real soon bye